Well, hello, I'm Debbie Kitterman. And I'm Brandy Kitterman, and we are here to equip you and to challenge you to hear the voice of God. That's right. Today, I think we're talking about permission granted. Yes, um, permission granted. I kind of love this one uh, because it's it's the idea that we have permission to go before God and, and talk to him about these, you know, about anything really, about the things in our life, about the things that we're worried about and stuff like that. And something that's really near and dear to my heart is just inviting him into our mess because oh, that's good. we as humans are... We're messy. You know, there's there's really no way around that. Like, we make a mess of things. I don't know. Maybe yeah. you're perfect, but I make no. I make a mess of things. And it's so easy for me to just be like, you know what? I'm okay. I'm just going to be a mess over here in this corner. And God, you can, like, hang out over there in that corner and, like, maybe just don't look at my mess, okay? Yeah. Or, or I think, too, sometimes, like, you know, people think, well, I have to get things cleaned up in my yeah, life yeah. before I can approach God, <laughs> yeah. right? But the fact is, is that it's when we approach God that the things in our lives and our messes get cleaned up. Yes. Yeah. Right? Because we can't do it apart from him. Mm -hmm. So good. So good. I hadn't really thought of that, Brandy, before about inviting God into our mess um, to speak to us and to show us the things that are going on in our life. But I think there are a lot of people out there that need um, permission Mm -hmm. that it's okay to hear from God. Yeah. I mean, I know because you've been raised in a home where it's just a normal part of it. But when I was growing up... It was not a normal part. Like I kept thinking, um, I would read the scriptures and I would think, why is, where is God? Like, where's he's, he's not Mm. speaking. He's not talking. I mean, we went to a very conservative church that, that didn't really believe that God spoke today. Mm -hmm. Then it just was his scripture. Right. Okay. Um, which we talked about in the first episode of our podcast, we talked about how we could hear God when we read the scriptures, but it's God really speaking to us and having, um, an authentic relationship with us. And I think that peace comes into this too, because when you're in authentic relationship, the people that you're in real relationship with, they see your stuff. They do. They see your mess. They see the good, the bad and the ugly. Right. Uh, Yeah. And that's what we need to do. I mean, we need to invite him into where we're at now and allow him to help us get to the next step. But for permission granted. So let's talk about this today. Like yeah. like how and where does it say it in scripture that that we can hear God? That it's something that is for today. Because mm-hmm. growing up in that conservative church, that was something that I was always like, well, is this really for today and is this normal and how do people hear from God and and am I weird if this is what I want? And well, yes, but that's a good thing. It is a good thing. It is a good <laughs> thing. I mean, yeah, that's true. I am a little weird, but I think that we need to go to scripture, right? Yeah. And in Malachi, um, there's a scripture that says that he will turn the hearts of the parents to the children and the children to their parents. And I think that we see that when Jesus came, he modeled a different way than was in the Old Testament. Yeah. Because when we look in the Old Testament, the only one that we saw that had authentic relationship with God was Adam and Eve and then Moses, yeah. right? Um, Noah did hear from God, like God spoke to Moses and Noah and but it says with Moses that he had face to face 
face to back. Well, yeah, because, right. <laughs> well, yes. Seeing the face of God would. Yes, yes. So, but, but, but I know what you mean. You know what I mean. You know, because yeah. he was he was in that relationship, and I think in the Old Testament, it was God would speak to a select few people. Mm-hmm. But in the New Testament, Jesus modeled something completely different. Yeah, and I think we I think that when we think about hearing from God, people often think, well. It's the Old Testament model that's still in existence, right? Right. God will speak to the pastor or the mouthpiece and the person that's in charge or the leader, (laughs) and then they'll tell me what I'm supposed to do. Right. But that's not the truth. You see, God wanted to reestablish relationship with his people when Moses was in charge. Right. Yeah. You know, and he told them, he told Moses, go down, go down off the mountain, right? Go down and I want you to tell the people that I'm going to come meet with them and consecrate themselves and I'm going to come visit them in three days, right? And so he goes down off the mountain. He tells the people, the people are like, yes, we're so excited for this. Yes, we want to meet God. (laughs) And so then Moses goes back up the mountain, right? And is in communication and communion with God. And then the people get afraid. Yeah. And they're so afraid. And then in scriptures, when you read the story, it's like Moses comes back and the people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Like they were terrified because the mountain was filled with smoke and there was rumbling and lightning, right? Because God was showing up. Right. He was displaying his power, his awesomeness, but his children were afraid. And so what did they say to Moses? They said, hey, Mo. Hey, hey Mo. Mo. Hey Mo. <laughs> we we don't need to we don't need to talk to God. Like you talk to God, you tell us what he says. Yeah. And so here was God wanting to reestablish relationship with his children. And they they couldn't handle it. They were afraid. And yeah. I think today that some people are just afraid. Yeah. I mean, I was afraid. I wanted to hear from God. I wanted God to speak to me. But at the same time, I was such a mess. I was such a mess that I was afraid of what God might say to me. See, I think I think that's one of the things. Like, you have to learn to be okay with the mess. Because once you become okay with it and realize, like, God is going to come in yeah. and he's going to fix this. Like, he's get, not fix everything, right? But he's going to come in and help me with this and I'm going to learn to love myself yeah. and love God and God is going to come in and like encounter me in the midst of my mess. I think mm-hmm. some of my my greatest encounters with God have been in the middle of such messes. Yeah. You know where I've been like I just I can't even think about anything because I've made such a mess of things. And that is the moment where I feel God the most. And I I think, I mean, it's kind of unreasonable for us to assume that God doesn't want to get messy with us. Because, but but he's God. He is. He is God. But do you think that God didn't get messy when he was playing in the mud making Adam? Like, I guess I hadn't really (laughs) thought about it that way, you know. But I think because we take that scripture that says that God can't stand sin. Yeah. That we go, oh, I'm so sinful, I'm so dirty, I'm so messy that God doesn't want to have anything to do with me. Right. But but that's not that's not the truth. I think I think that still feels very Old Testament to me. You yeah. know, I think isn't that why Jesus came and died on the cross to make yeah. that way? Yeah. Because like I, yes, but Jesus also took all of our sin, 
And I think the great thing about when, when Jesus died on the cross, it's so beautiful. He didn't just die for like the sins of the people who were alive in that time period, yeah. right? He died for everybody because God is outside of time. Right. So he took on all of the sins of the world. That's true. That's a good point. Which opened this pathway yeah. for us to be able to commune with God, to have the kind of deep seasoned relationship that Moses had with God, mm-hmm. that the that his people were too afraid to have. Because mm-hmm. it's it's such a beautiful thing. And I think I think it's very easy for people to shy away from love too. Mm-hmm. You know? A lot of people will like hide right. from relationships. Yeah. And I think I, I kind of wonder if that's what happened with God's people, that they were just like, this is going to be too perfect of a relationship. I'm too scared. I don't know. I don't know right. what this is. But kind of navigating that with God rather yeah. than saying, hey, I'm going to navigate this on my own. And then maybe if, you know, if you kind of like want to and you think I'm clean enough and I'm not, I, you know, have brushed my mess under the rug yeah. far enough, then <laughs> then you can come in and say hi to me. Yeah. Like if I can clean it up just a little bit before I let you in. Then, yeah. and I think, and I think maybe rejection too has a piece yeah. in that, you know, yeah. like I think about like, God coming to speak to me or, or even, you know, whispering to me, like thinking that he was going to say bad things or point out all the wrong things that I did. Right. Right. And then, and then, but what if he comes and I'm so much of a mess that he doesn't want to have anything to do with me. And I think that that's the thing that we, that we misunderstand is that Jesus came and reset right relationship with God, yeah, right? Yeah. And Jesus showed us that he would sit down with the tax collectors and the sinners, <laughs> right? He would enter into relationship with the unwanted people. And if Jesus would do that and he was showing us how to have relationship with the Father, then we too need to understand that we have permission to invite God in to yeah. where we're at or into our mess, into our life as it is. And some of us are messier than others, but we all yeah. have stuff and we all have yeah. things we're working through. And so then I'm thinking about, you know, how is it that we've been permission granted, right? Like where are the scriptures that talk right. about permission granted? So I, I think about there's two things, right? Mm-hmm. I think about when Jesus was hanging on the cross and it says that when he breathed his last breath, right, that it went dark and the earth began to quake, right? Yeah. And then what happened in the temple? What happened in the temple? The veil was torn. The veil was torn. The veil was torn. The veil between the common people, mm-hmm. right, where everybody could come and congregate and come to church, the veil was torn between the holy place where people could come and the most holy place, the holy of holies, right? Right. So people could come in only so far Mm -hmm. and then they had to go to the priest or the priest had to go beyond that. And so the veil was torn. And this was not like done by human hands. I mean, this, this veil was huge, stories tall, really thick. And, and it tore into from where? From top to bottom, bottom, from heaven to earth. And when, isn't that powerful? (laughs) It's so powerful, isn't it? That this is permission granted, that Jesus' sacrifice, right? First of all, he comes and he models. This is how you have relationship with my father. He wants to enter into your mess. He wants to enter into real relationship with you. He doesn't Mm -hmm. care about your past. He cares about your future. 
And if you'll just invite him into that mess, right, then he wants to begin to have relationship with you and everything changes. Yeah. And then Jesus' ultimate sacrifice to take on the sins of you and I and everybody from before us and that will come after us, he goes to the cross and God's final statement as Jesus breathed his last breath was that that curtain that separated the common man from entering into the most holy place was torn. Yeah. And God said, enough of this. I'm giving you permission to come in to my throne room. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of Esther. Yeah. Because she couldn't go before the king without being summoned, right? Right. Yeah. Like, it it was like death. If you approach the king without being summoned or called for, it was certain death. Unless the king did what? He extended his hand. Extended his hand or Or his scepter. scepter. Yeah. And so we see this, right, with Esther, that the king, she comes in. And she hadn't been called to him for a long time. So I'm sure there's a lot of stuff in here going, am I going to be put to death? But she knew she needed to do this for her people. She knew she needed to. And as she comes in, the king sees her, is delighted to see her, and extends the scepter. And that's what Jesus did for us. You see, God wants real, authentic relationship with us. He said, I give you permission. Permission is granted to you to no longer be separated from me, but to come in to the whole holy of holies and to be with me yeah and jesus said that that's what we have access to and you can read that in matthew chapter 27 verse 51 where Mm -hmm. it talks about the veil being torn in two but then i think about like people are like okay but but how do we have communication with god and it's really through (laughs) his holy spirit which jesus said as he was so he was buried Right? He was in the ground, and then he was resurrected, and then he lived here with us on earth for just a little bit longer, right? To teach his disciples and to do some things that he had to finish. But just before he went to heaven, he said a bunch of stuff. But... But he said, but one of the things he said was, I want you, and he's speaking to all of the people that were listening to him, I want you to go into the city, and I want you to wait for the helper that I'm going to send. Yeah. And in Acts chapter 2, we see the helper, the third person of the Trinity, yeah, the Holy Spirit, comes on the scene. So Jesus said, I would love to stay with you, but I can't. It's my time to go. I have to go to my Father to prepare a place for you, but I'm going to send one that is going to be with you, that's going to teach you, that's going to equip yeah. you, that's going to empower you, that's going to lead you in on all truth. And that, it's the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit and our spirit. That's how we communicate with God. And so it's not weird because we were created to be in communion with God. Yeah. It's it's what we were designed for. This is going back to kind of what you said in the first first podcast of, um, you know, we are relational beings. I think God created us to be in relationship with not just each other, but with him. You know, we've, we need that relationship with him, Mm -hmm. I think, to thrive. Yeah. Especially, you know, on earth, you know, it's our home away from homes. It's, you know, um, 
I know because so, I say I say like Earth is not as believers. Earth is not yeah. our final destination, mm-hmm. right? In fact, I am a citizen of heaven, yeah. right? That's that. If I'm a believer in Jesus Christ, heaven is my final destination, right? Like where God lives, where He exists. That that's where I'm going. But I'm here on Earth for a time, for a season, to accomplish something, right? That God has given to each of us because we each have different things to accomplish. But but that's exactly right. Yeah. So I think that we just want to give you permission. I I want to give you guys permission yeah. to get in touch with your mess and get in touch with your weirdness. And like you have permission from yeah. God. I can't give you this permission, right? God gave, Jesus gave you the permission to go yeah. to the throne room and to encounter God and to hear yeah. from That's him. Good. So you have... You have all the pieces. I feel like we just need to put them together sometimes. Yeah. You know, get get down and dirty in your mess and understand who you are and go and go to God in the midst of your mess and say, help me with this. And, you know, one of the things that I think would be really good for people um, is if they journal this. If they yeah. take some time in their devotion time or their quiet time with the Lord and ask yourself this question, what does it look like for me to have permission for That's God to speak. Like, what does it mean? Like, I want a big stamp and I want to go, permission granted. Or can we get like a gavel and bang it on the thing? <laughs> permission granted. Like, God is granting permission to us, his kids. I grant you to permission to have a real relationship with me and to enter into the holy place. And I will extend my scepter to you yeah. as you come in. Yeah, I. so you journaled, what was the question? What does it look like to have permission? Yeah. So I think that's really important, you know, and kind of like I know if I were to sit down and say, God, like if I say I'm, I, I know I have permission to go and talk to God. I've been raised that way, but say I didn't, you know, and it was, what does it look like for me personally? Yeah. You know, like what would my life look like? knowing that I have permission to talk to God about the things that I care about or that I have permission to ask God anything I wanted, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, like, how would, how would my life differ? So I think, I think that's a good one. That's a good journal one. Journal it. Yeah, journal it. Journal it. That's, that's really your assignment for this week as we end this podcast is go before the Lord and think about and ask yourself that question. What does it look like to have permission granted to me? To have God speaking to me every day. But you didn't think we were going to give you homework, but uh, there it is. There it is. (laughs) Because, you know, that's just kind of the way I am. I mean, because we're here to equip and challenge. So thank you for listening to Dare to Hear the podcast, where we encourage you to dare to hear the voice of God. I'm Debbie Kitterman. And I am Brandi Kitterman. And if you guys were encouraged in any way, so subscribe to our podcast if you're listening there. And leave us a comment or leave us a review. Any questions you have, we'd love to hear them. Yeah, and and share it with your friends, please. Share our, oh, yeah. If you're encouraged by what you're hearing here, share it with your friends. Help us share the love by sharing our podcast <laughs> and our YouTube videos with your friends. And also, if you want to submit a topic to us, that's right. We're taking your topics, your questions, your things that you want us to talk about. If you want to submit something to us, um, you can do that and email us at info at dare, the number two, here.com. Also, before we go, 
Um, I just want to let you guys know, my mom, right here, this one, <laughs> she she wrote a book, um, and it is called The Gift of Prophetic Encouragement, and if you guys haven't heard of it or you haven't checked it out, please go look at it, go buy it. It's amazing, and it talks about a lot of the things that we're talking about in this podcast. I think yeah. it just dives a little deeper. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have... Um, Activation prayers and activation exercises and some think on it. Those are my favorite. The think (laughs) on it sections in there. In fact, that torn veil, the curtain that was torn in two, that's a think on it section where I give you some things to really think about and sink your teeth into as you have permission granted for God to speak to you in your everyday. Yeah. So we'll be leaving a link um, for you guys to be able to get a hold of that book. Shadows of rock.